Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Beatles fans, this is Jennifer Vanderslice, and welcome back to episode 28 of I Saw the Beatles. This week's guest is a gentleman by the name of Jim Moran, or Moran, uh, I'll get him to pronounce it. Uh, I just learned talking before we started recording that he's a retired political cartoonist and has won Pulitzer Prizes. I'm going to have to look that up. But for now, uh, let's see if I can get him to connect. Let's say hello to Jim. Jim, how do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Morin. You have it right. Morin. Okay. Yeah. 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 There we go. <laughs> I don't know. I meant to ask you that before I re- before we we started recording. I'm so sorry. Okay. Jim yeah, sorry. or James Bourne, um, the, polit- the the retired political cartoonist who saw the Beatles in 1964 at the Boston Garden. How old were you, Jim, when you saw them? Uh, I was I was 11 years old. Oh, who'd you go with? I went with uh, I went with my my uncle and my two cousins, and um, I was very lucky in that when they came came out, my my father's a uh, uh, you know, conservative guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, but at the same time, he loved music. And when he heard the Beatles, he didn't uh, have that reaction that a lot of people had, like this long hair and this, this, these people are terrible and they're awful. Blah, blah, blah. He listened mm-hmm. to the music and he could tell, uh, uh, he could tell that they were very special. He knew it before a lot of other people did. As a matter of fact, wow, that's um, great. Because he, because he knew music. Yeah, he he was into big ba- uh, big bands and you know all kinds of uh, jazz music. Uh, mm-hmm. But but he um, but he heard these guys and he he said uh, you know I always knew that these guys were going to be huge. And so he uh, he bought me a ticket for an early birthday present. Wow! Because uh, he knew that I was crazy about him. Do you have, do you have siblings? Uh, yes, I have an older brother and a younger brother. And and were they and into the Beatles? They were less so. They were less okay. so than me. Okay. I so, was so really. So tell me, tell me, yeah, tell me about this. And and you said you went with your uncle and cousins. Yeah. So tell tell us tell us about what you remember about that day. It was let's see, Saturday, September twelfth, nineteen sixty four. Tell us. That's it. And uh, uh, what I remember, the first thing you saw that uh, made you kind of stop and go, wait, what am I getting into? Is uh, there's the Hotel Madison, which is uh, right next to Boston Garden. And the first mm-hmm. thing we saw were just it was just a crowd of people and screaming girls. And those screams would kind of reach a crescendo every now and again. And it's because somebody someone and it wasn't necessarily the Beatles mm-hmm. or anyone in their uh in their 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 you know, their staff uh, you know, mm-hmm. doing this, but somebody would wave a towel out the window 
And I, I think <laughs> in retrospect, it was probably some guest who said, hey, hey, honey, l- listen to this when I do this. You know, and there was a, this scream beneath you. Know, I'm sorry. And that so sounds like something I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then again, it also so, sounds like something John, John Lennon would have done. Watch this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they'd had enough of it by that time, actually. Yeah, um, it was a full summer. Mm. Yeah, it really was. And then, uh, but of course, my you know my uncle was just panicking because the the crowds were so so heavy. I mean, it was hard to move, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it it was hard to move even outside the Boston Garden. And then inside, uh, the place is just packed and it was packed with people who had tickets and probably with people who didn't who just wanted to be around there in the building mm-hmm. and so uh so i remember him being in a real panic to you know to get us to our seats mm-hmm. where we could uh safely uh safely sit down and and uh and wait for the show yeah how old were your cousins at the time oh i don't i don't remember Probably, probably the same age age as me. Okay, because you know, here he is responsible for young children. You yep. know, and I'm, you know, in a big crowd. Yeah. And you know, yeah. He's probably That's afraid of losing losing you. <laughs> yeah, he's going nuts. Yeah. And uh, and it was, just, but it was just, it was a scene. I mean, it's like some, it was something that uh, you saw and you never see it again. You'd really never see anything close to it. Yeah, and I've been I, to I, a lot of concerts. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever ever experienced anything like the pictures and the stories that I've heard about, you know, attending a Beatles show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. It was just amazing. And we had great seats. Uh, we were we were up on the side. It's it's and this design was you know the the it was a hockey rink. And, right. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the same as all the major league hockey ranks. It's basically designed the same way. There are seats on the side. There's balconies with seats right. on the mm-hmm. side. And then there are the floor seats. We were mm-hmm. about halfway back. We were about halfway back on the sides in the lower bowl. So those were really, really good seats. Oh, and, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, the sound, the sound was, was, uh, was pretty good. Um I learned quickly, uh, just through intuition, that the way to get uh, to to filter out the screams was to cup cup your cup your hands uh, over your ears, and you mm. left the front with an opening, and you that way you would filter out about sixty percent of the screams. Oh, and you could hear you could hear the music much much better. Hmm. Was it was it still ear piercing? I mean, uh, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I looked it up. There was thirteen thousand nine hundred and nine uh, people yeah. in attendance that day. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It was so, packed. It was packed. Yeah. I I I kind of remember that the screams kind of uh, kind of you know they didn't go away ever, but they kind of subsided. You know, it was a little bit. It was a, it was really heavy when they came on, obviously, and for the first couple of songs, and I think it kind of piped down a little bit. But it was it was it was always there. 
Um, there's one thing that, that they did, by the way, what they said. I've never heard this said about any of the other Beatles shows, and I, 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 I wonder if, if they did that there as well. The, the DJs who hosted it uh, were, would come out and they would say, listen, you know, we've talked to the Beatles, and the Beatles said that they, if you keep the screaming down, they will play longer. They will play <gasps> a longer set for you. If yeah, I've you never keep heard your that screams before. down. And yes, yes. And they not, that was they didn't just say that one time. They said it repeatedly throughout the uh, you know, round you know, between the opening acts playing. Um oh. and uh, of course of course everyone said, Okay, okay, we're not gonna scream, we're not gonna scream, we're not gonna scream. And of course when <laughs> they came on it went ah! <laughs> He couldn't, <laughs> couldn't help themselves. And, uh, <laughs> We yeah, still so do we it got to this the regular set. Huh? We still scream like that when we see somebody, you know, good-looking <laughs> men. <laughs> we can't <Yeah>. help it. <laughs> yeah. It just slips yeah. out. It's <laughs> Um Wow. So, so yeah, because they usually played for 30 minutes. Do you remember it being any longer than that? I mean, did it no. seem like they no. <laughs> no, I, I, I've and I've heard a, you know, many uh, 1964 shows. It's roughly it was roughly the same the same show. Uh, I don't think the only thing is I uh, specifically they didn't play uh, you can't do that, which was one of my favorite song of mm-hmm. the, at the time and still is actually. I love that song, and uh, they didn't play that one uh, during that particular concert. They played it elsewhere. Uh, during the '64 tour, but not in Boston. Huh? Wonder, you know, you wonder why. It, it just seems like they would have, you know, kept the show, you know, uh, the same, the set throughout the the shows the same, and the fact that said, you know, if you keep it down, we'll play longer, you know. So why not add that to the show? You know, I've never heard that said anywhere else. I mean, I've, I've, I've. Uh, it, there was that, and there was uh, one other thing that I that I uh, that happened that I hadn't heard about until very recently. I found out that there were people that were talking about it, and that was that at one point during the concert, uh, some uh, idiot, if I may, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, threw a can of it appeared to me to be something like. Uh, you know, canned uh, fruit cocktail or something mm-hmm. uh, down onto the stage, and it was uh, uh, just hit a couple of inches away from George. And wow. um, I I know I saw this because we were fairly close to that stage. And, right. uh, and I never heard about it, and I decided to look up online, and I found a couple of places. I forget where it was. I must, might have been uh, one of the Boston newspapers, mm-hmm. but uh, there are other people that did point that out that it happened. I wonder what so that was about. Was, uh, just who knows? You know, we well we have an explanation for all the jelly beans because his love of jelly, well, not jelly yeah. bellies, uh, the jelly 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 babies. Things. Jelly Baby, that's it, yeah. I know I've had them before. I just blanked on what they're called, but I can't imagine why someone would throw a can of anything. A fruit cocktail. That's what I think it was, but uh, I couldn't tell from being, you know, I was 
wasn't that close to it, but Poor it, was a, it was a can of something. Poor George. He seemed to be the target yeah, when people George. threw things, you know. And and he was the one that <laughs> least wanted to be on that stage, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wonder what drove him to be a gardener. Now we know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so I guess I guess you and your cousins and your uncle didn't do any screaming during the show. You. No, 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 no. You're always- I had two wonderful neighbors though. Uh, one one was a pain who was a real screamer, and being 11 years old, I turned around, I turned around and said at the top of my lungs, "Shut up!" <laughs> and, and she turned around and she said, <laughs> "And uh, <laughs> and the other uh, was the the the, uh, the girl that was next to me." I wish I could meet or find out what happened to her because she was such a peach of a person. She had binoculars, and I didn't think to bring mine. Mm-hmm. And she shared those binoculars with me throughout the whole concert. Aww. That was just a wonderful thing for her to do. And, um, uh, uh, and it made it special. They were really good binoculars, so we got a, a close-up view of the guys on stage and boy I'm telling you it was uh, yeah. it was just that's amazing yeah yeah but instead the, of instead the, of seeing these little teeny people you know to get that to get that opportunity to see somebody live when it's even through binoculars you know and see yeah. them see them performing up up that close is is just a whole nother yeah. experience it just adds to the it, whole it, wow factor were you I mean when you when you guys got out of the show, I mean, were you, you know, was there like adrenaline pumping? Does that happen when you're 11 years old? I mean, are you all wired oh, and Oh yeah. Well, first the first thing, you know, that uh, you know, the first thing that I thought is I want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and I did take guitar lessons and I and I and I uh play somewhat. But mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, you know, y- yeah, it, it it's it is really it, it's a really funny thing to see those guys in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Syracuse University. Uh, this doesn't have to have to do with this particular concert. I went to Syracuse mm-hmm. University in my freshman year. That was when um, uh, John's on. It was John's birthday. And they mm-hmm. opened up a retrospective for Yoko Ono at the Everson Museum of Art in Syracuse. John and Yoko showed up, as well as a whole bunch of people that they'd invited. Mickey Hopkins was there. Ringo was there. Wow. Uh, you know, and a whole list of other, you know, luminaries of the time. And so I was in the... The, uh, I was in the lobby, and I said to a friend of mine who, you know, we were hanging out in the lobby, and uh, you know, I turned to him after a couple of hours. I said, "Listen, we're not going to see anything. Now let's let's go let's go do something else." And he said, "Yeah, turn around." And and I turned around, and John Lennon walked right past me. <laughs> oh, and and, and, I was and everything by, it, suddenly you had to remind yourself to breathe again. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 
and I and I passed Ringo uh, when I was going down to the to the parking garage. He was coming up a long hallway with uh, three or four bodyguards surrounding him. And, uh, you know, I said, hi, Ringo. And he said, hello. And, <laughs> and so that, that made my day. That was yeah. It. Just to say, yeah, yeah, I can imagine instead of, you know, I, I, I that's probably all I could have gotten out. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Ringo. Yeah. You know, and then but you it, sit there. It and is. A, it, those concerts, but, you go see them, and you just you you there's there are little details that just you know they they pop into your head every now and again. You you uh, it, it's something that never leaves you. It, it is such a, a, a an incredible experience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I have to ask you, being you know an artist, um, mm-hmm. so did you ever work the Beatles into any of your art or political cartoons? <laughs> No, uh, no, unfortunately, only once, and I didn't want to have to do it, but when John got shot, it was probably the hardest day that I've ever had uh, doing this, doing a political cartoon, mm-hmm. or doing a cartoon for the next day's paper that that uh, that somehow communicated how I felt, and it was... Uh, you know, it was so devastating to me personally. I, I even went to my editor and just said, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. You know, oh, wow. These guys are so special to me, uh, you know, and I ended up with something, but, um, you know, there's nothing. Now, does your editor request that you do that, or do you make up the car? Did no, you make no, up the car? No. Was your idea? I chose the subject, yeah. I chose the subject matter. They gave me a lot of freedom. Oh, great. Oh. Yeah. Oh, a sad day. Sad day. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It anyway, was Jim, thank you so much. I, I loved your love your love 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 your story. I love every story, but yours yours is cuz you have such a great memory of of the details of things that went on and I'm so happy that you got to see and and meet at least two of them, you know, live yeah. and in person. And um it was great talking to you and uh great try to save you too. Yeah, and try to stay warm up there in in, uh, in Maine <laughs> this winter. Anyway, have a great day. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and come back next week for another episode of I Saw the Beatles. Mm-hmm.